Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. Today, I've got creative R&D on the mind. At first, I thought I'd be clever and change the R&D from research and development to routine and discipline. I was going to talk about the importance of a daily routine and why discipline is both needed for maintaining performance and a byproduct of what you do. But as I gathered my thoughts, I realized research and development are equally important in our creative lives. In today's episode of Getting Work to Work, I'm talking about why we need to broaden our boundaries of research, slow down and spend more time experimenting and exploring subsections of our crafts, and align our efforts with our established creative processes. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 657. Where do you get your ideas? As I was thinking about this question, three types of ideators came into mind. The collector, the explorer, and the experimenter. Perhaps you're a collector. You write down your ideas as you think of them, or maybe even experience something inspirational in your daily life. Journals and notebooks are chock full of quotes, phrases, words, collages, images. You're constantly reading and consuming everything you can for that precious lifeblood of your creativity. Maybe you're an explorer. You wander the streets, the aisles, the museums and theaters for the wondrous beauty that is creativity. You go somewhere to discover and find ideas. Maybe it's a coffee shop or a restaurant. But it's in the act of wandering and experiencing life that you begin to feel those beginnings of creative expression. You might identify as an experimenter. You don't necessarily need to have outside influence to come up with something. So you grab your creative instrument, whether that's a pen, a guitar, a keyboard, a camera, an iPad, and you get writing, playing, typing, shooting, or sketching. And the act of doing fosters something new to take shape in you. Whether it's good or bad, that's not the issue, because something is taking shape. Regardless of how you come up with ideas, you probably have an idea of what works for you and what doesn't. And something happens over time. You get stuck in your ways, your ideas become stale, and you wonder if you've lost your touch with the world, relevance is no longer uttered in the same breath as your name. So what are you going to do? Well, don't worry. There is hope for you, me, and all of us. And it's found in good old-fashioned R&D. That's right, research and development. In today's episode of Getting Work to Work, I'm going to share three areas of research and development that will bring new life to your ideas and creative projects. First, broaden your boundaries of research. Think back to my earlier statements about being a collector, explorer, or experimenter. Did you identify with one of them? Maybe two of them? How about all three? How you identified is a good indicator of how you can broaden your boundaries of research. Let's say you're firmly a collector. Well, instead of sitting down and reading a book, what if you got up and went out to explore new places. Now, the best thing to do in anything when you're making a change is to start small. So go to a coffee shop you don't normally go to. Maybe it's a new part of town that you've been meaning to go to, or even go to a shop you would never be caught dead going into. 
Maybe instead of being a collector, you want to try being an experimenter. So pick up a tool of your trade and just play around with it. Try new settings, a different weight of pen, a different foot pedal for your guitar. Again, keep it small and manageable. At the end of last year, when Spotify released their year-end reports of my behavior, I, I mean my listening preferences, they labeled me as a specialist. The translation to that is I listen to the exact same artist and type of music throughout the year. And this is a good example of needing to broaden my boundaries of research. And yes, I consider listening to music research. What would it look like for you to broaden your boundaries of research? Perhaps it's the content or information you're consuming, or maybe it's the time you devote to research. I would encourage you to consider this area and see how you can make some changes. Because when you change this area of research, you also run up against preconceptions that need to be challenged. Translation, you grow and evolve. Yes, it's sometimes painful, but it's absolutely necessary. The second thing is to slow down and spend more time experimenting and exploring subsections of your craft. As you broaden your boundaries for research, the tendency might be to do the same with your craft. But what if instead you slowed way down and spent more time experimenting? Not just to create more content for algorithms and platforms, but to try things out, to have the time to get an idea and simply bring it to life. A good way to think about experimenting is through the exploration of subsections of your craft. For myself, I work primarily in three crafts, filmmaking, podcasting, and writing. Each of these have multiple subcomponents that in many ways could be their own crafts. Take podcasting, for example. There's the art of writing, but there's also the recording aspect, the performance, editing, and mixing. What would it look like if I took an hour to explore a different microphone technique, or found different music, or tried something different with my writing? That is an example of experimentation. Maybe you're an illustrator working primarily in gouache. What if you took the time to explore brush size, or maybe tried a different type of paint, so instead of gouache you went to watercolors or acrylics or oil? When there is so much to do as creative entrepreneurs, be prepared for the guilt that will come as you take the time to experiment and explore your craft. Not everything you do in R&D will have a positive impact on your bottom line, but if you don't do it, that will have an impact, and it will be a negative one. How will you take more time? Can you give yourself an hour without distractions? Two? Five? Whatever you feel comfortable with, add a little bit more time. Push yourself so that you can experiment more. Quick note, you might be tempted to share your experiments with social media. That's entirely up to you. But I think the more we treat R&D with a veil of secrecy, we protect our lives from constant connection to judgment. Because the thing in research and development, not everything works, not everything is great, not everything is perfect. And that is what keeps us experimenting and trying new things until we find something worthy to put out there. Third and finally, align your research and development efforts with your established creative processes. 
Much like the symbiotic relationship between routine and discipline, the more you can align your R&D efforts with your established creative processes, the greater chance you have of seeing those processes grow and evolve. And your boundaries of research are going to broaden and you're going to be able to have more time to experiment. That's just the way it works. As you transform your ideas through your process, you bring new projects to life, but you also see new ways that that process can be adjusted for the next time. If all you ever do is the same type of work, your process isn't nearly going to be challenged as much as if you introduced potential chaos into the establishment. Now, at this point, you might be thinking, well, Chris, I don't have an established creative process. Well, I encourage you, make a step-by-step list of what it takes to do what you do. The last time I did this for creating an episode of Getting Work to Work, I think I had a list of over 10 steps. This is the established creative process. Maybe you make banner ads for the internet or even creating a, a reel on Instagram. That is an established creative process. As you document your process, note where R&D can influence or even direct a given step. Then let it. Process is important. And when it comes to things like manufacturing and other industries that create things, tangible things, a process is about repeatable results and making sure that there are no unintentional consequences or surprises. But this isn't really the case in creativity because, yes, we need the end product of our processes, but we also need surprises. And it is these surprises that I think we're searching for. We can't wait for it to appear and then create. That's not how it works. We must start before surprises show up, before they have the opportunity to show up. And guess what? It's never at the same time in the same place. That is the beauty, and to some people, the frustration of it all. I hope as you consider your creative work, you have a few new ways to consider research and development. Whether you need to broaden your boundaries of research or spend more time experimenting, I hope that you will. I know I want to, and in fact, I need to. Because one thing I noticed about myself recently is that I have needed to feel more, quote-unquote, in control with my creativity. Perhaps that is the result of the pandemic where nothing felt like it was in my control, so therefore anything I could bring into my control, I did. But things got stale, and I didn't push myself nearly as hard as I wanted to. And as I've been working on a new passion project, I felt just how much I enjoyed trying new things and exploring and playing. And that right there is what R&D does for each and every one of us. It shows us what we need to do for the future of our art. Speaking of my new passion project, for over six years, Getting Work to Work has existed only as a podcast, but some stories I've found need to be seen and heard. So starting next month, I'm launching a new documentary series featuring creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. I'm releasing the first episode on Monday, February 6th, and you can head to gwtw.co where you'll find the link to the series there, or you can also sign up for the email newsletter on the same website and follow the journey each week leading up to the launch. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity 
fuel your life.